let's just let's just swing into it then. Uh, so <laughs> swing you, into it. <laughs> that's the Spider Man, the new Spider Man. So hold on. So you told me on the phone. I am totally checked out of the Marvel thing because I don't really care but i always look up spoilers and so i i looked up the spoilers it blew my mind dude that you were like dude tell me about spider-man 3 i've looked up all the spoilers i was like what you looked up all the spoilers and i watched three spoiler reviews that are all the way through i just don't i'm so checked out oh my gosh bro so all right spoiler alert spoiler alert (laughs) Um, we, I watched Spider-Man three, you watched all the reviews and all the spoilers. Uh, and, and maybe this is like, what is great filmmaking? Maybe that's what this is. Spider-Man to me, the critics love it. You love it. Everyone loves it. I think it's a good movie. Ah, dude. I haven't seen it, but (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny to me. Tell me why it's a good movie. Why does everybody love it? Uh, you haven't seen Spider-Man three, but you looked up all the trailers. I've seen every. I've seen clips even on YouTube <laughs> of Peter Parker coming in and all of them and fighting and saving Gwen. I've seen that. That's not gospel. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously the the cultural phenomena of yes of film for the past ten years or however long. Uh, you got guys weighing in on it legends in the industry weighing in on it like martin scorsese has that infamous quote that like theme park these films are no they're not it's not cinema it's just like theme park rides that people go to and are just blown away but he doesn't he doesn't (laughs) criticize it and call it like it's not a malicious thing he's just like uh it's awesome and its own kind of art but it's not classic cinema uh spider-man 3 why is why is it a great third movie why is this so good? Because the third movie usually goes off the rails. The third Star Wars movie has always gone off the rails. Okay, so the third Star Wars has always gone off the rails. I agree with you. Like the original trilogy, Tobey Maguire, the third Spider-Man, people usually check out after the second Spider-Man with Doc Ock. They're like, third Spider-Man, no go. Amazing Spider-Man got canceled. It got after canceled the second before one. the third one, right. Um, what makes this a great movie? Well, we talked about this earlier. We said that being a great movie, being a great film... There's also, in my opinion, there's also different metrics. There's, you can't anymore, you can't just say it's a great film or a, a bad film or a good film. You, you have to put it to a specific me- metric. Like, there's a different metric for a Martin Scorsese film, in my opinion, mm-hmm. than there is for like a, a Star Wars film or uh, a Steven Spielberg film. Like, sometimes directors are so big, so much of like a franchise themselves, that there's a different metric for what makes a great film for that director. In the same way that a, that a Spielberg film comes with its own, or an M. Night Shyamalan, I can't, I cannot say He's his last name. He's had one good movie. Shyamalan. <laughs> Obviously, for most people... I say him because if there's not an incredible twist of some form or fashion in the movie, some people are going to say it's not a good – even if it was a good quality film, they're going to say it's not a good M. Night Shyamalan Don't worry. Film. Nothing past signs I, I am good. not racist either. This is not a thing. Again, I just have trouble with his name, all right? I do have trouble Cliff with his name. A, you have a trucker hat on. You have a flannel. You are a racist, clearly. M. Night – we'll say it – Sham. Shyamalan, I think. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. It's a beautiful name. Yeah. I think it's a great name. Uh, it's a, it's going to be huge. 
why is Spider like Trump. hold on why it's a beautiful is, name why is spider-man 3 great <laughs> tell me why i know i'm 3. sorry metrics I'm sorry all right no, so it, we're talking about metrics like so with a franchise like spider-man and the history that it has mm-hmm. also being coupled with a franchise like disney and marvel yes not only do you have spider-man the brand right yep. it's, so there's a different metric for what makes a great spider-man movie mm-hmm. this 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 all these things um on top of that you've got it's it's a Marvel movie and it's under the Disney brand. So all of those brands bring to them their own metrics of what makes a great Disney movie, what what makes a great Marvel movie. And I think if you had Scorsese sitting on the couch next to you or whatever, he'd say the same thing. He's like, "Well, what makes a great Marvel movie is not the same thing as what makes a great Scorsese movie." And that's clear in his opinion that he thinks Marvel movies and superhero movies are not cinema. He thinks they're it's a different art it's form. It's a different almost. art form. Right. Yep. So, why is Spider-Man 3 a great movie? A great third movie in a trilogy? Um, the main reason, mm-hmm. I think, is because, and this is going to come, uh, this is going to have, I'm sure people are going to be like, what do you mean? The reason I think it's great, ultimately, and and if I could say one thing, and this is the opposite of what I usually say, yeah, it's not necessarily storytelling. What makes it a great film, a great Spider-Man film, a great third Spider-Man film, is that satisfied fan expectations. In a good, artistic way. Yes. Because yes. Rise of Skywalker tried to in do that. In a believable way. It satisfied the expectations in a believable, uh, over-the-top, a believable and immersive way. And in my opinion, when you do that, the critics love it and the audience mm-hmm. loves it. You sh- 99 pre- there's not you don't see comment wars for the amazing spider-man it's it's i di- mean for spider-man 3 well and it's different because that was a two and a half hour movie and we said this earlier i said we talked about this two and a half hour movie i thoroughly enjoyed i never got bored uh i was i had to take i watched it with my kids so i me and liam and like an hour and a half into the movie, almost pushing the two hour mark when it's about to get to like some serious action and what's happening. He's like, I really got to pee. So I had to like, go, go, let's go. And I was like hud- hustling out through the theater, like to get there and pee and come back real fast. Yep. Like, I think he was like, I mean, it was like, psh, like he was trying to go as fast as he could. Cause we were both excited to get back in. Yeah. Um, but it was a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Uh, and I still, I took a break in the middle to go to the bathroom and I still was excited to come back. I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. Uh, that to me is indicative of the fact that even though it was a two and a half hour movie, the pacing was great, the storytelling was there, the elements that wanted to keep me engaged mm. were there. As an outsider, not a big fan, not a huge fan, but appreciative yeah. of this stuff, the thing that I feel like it has going for it is it is so. No one has, it's like Avengers. No one yeah. ever put all in the first one, no one ever put all these superheroes on film before. Yeah. For this. No one has ever taken all the villains and the two Spider-Mans from the other thing, ha- written the story so it makes sense for them yeah. to come into this universe and it works. Dude, it, it is imp- it is so impressive to so me impressive. That, that it worked. It's so it impressive. Uh, not only that, but they paid homage to the other franchises. Great. They painted the other franchises in a light that was actually, in some cases, better than what those movies were. They, they yeah. paid homage to the Tobey Maguire franchise in a beautiful way. His character comes off as genuine mm. in the movie. Uh, when he shows up, it's a pretty epic thing. The The comedy beats in, in, in uh, Spider-Man 3 are brilliant, brilliantly woven in. Okay. Sometimes with comedy and like these Joss Whedon type 
Marvel films, sometimes it's like, why would you do a one-liner right there? Give me a break. The comedy beats in Spider-Man 3 are very well done, in my opinion. The the, the riffing that ha- comes back and forth between how uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, which for the audience, if they did not, if you did not know that, spoiler alert, all three Spider-Man do in fact make it in this movie. And if you did not know that by now, you're insane. Why would they pass up on that cash cow? They had to do that. It's genius. They took two other universes that were done and canceled and they said, we're going to redo Spider-Man. And they said, nope, that's a part of the same universe. That's Mm -hmm. genius. That's different. The Last Jedi is not different. The Last Jedi is not. It does nothing new. We're on The Last Jedi is is every it encapsulates everything that you don't want to do in film. It, it, the, the sequel trilogy <laughs> defined what I hate about art. Because nothing new happens. What happens new in The Last Jedi? They almost do something. They almost say, yeah, the Force is bad, whatever. It's not light or whatever. And then at the end, they go completely back to, we're going to do the Battle of Hoth over, but we're going to do it bad. No strategy. And then uh, it's still Empire versus Rebellion. This is different. Yeah. Willem Dafoe, dude, so a couple of things. Willem Dafoe is the Green Goblin in the movie. We know this. You know this because you've seen the spoilers. I know it because yep. I watched the movie. And the trailer. <laughs> and the trailer. Yeah, yeah, you watched the movie. I didn't. I watched reviews. What that's I, why I can't talk and, about that. And, and very early I mean, on, for everyone who's worried about the Power Ranger suit of Willem Dafoe, this movie is self-aware in a way that I think is beautiful. Mm. It's self-aware. Tobey Maguire, when he first shows up, everybody knew that Tobey Maguire of the three Spider-Men had the most reservations about being in the movie. And he shows up. In like a track suit, like this track jacket, t-shirt, jeans. And they even comment at one point, Andrew Garfield looks at him and is like, are you going to do this thing dressed as a cool youth pastor or what? That means he's dressing old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Because it was 10 years ago. It was 13, Right, right. For him, it was a long time. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And uh, so they pay homage to what everybody knows that Tobey Maguire probably people are wondering as they see him enter the scene they're like is he gonna spider-man up some people are thinking maybe he just is like a mentor i I remember watching the movie going is he just a mentor is he just gonna be like hey guys we can we can figure it out with some science let's science this you know like uh and they're characters they're actor it's not a cameo yeah it's an act it's not luke skywalker from the force awakens everything Every, and every one of them gets their redemption moment. That's a beautiful thing. Mm. It's self-aware, I think, too. This is something we didn't talk about. It's self-aware in, in people's responses to the certain villains. People loved Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. And they do this redemption arc with Doc Ock that allows him mm. that redemptive moment where he's basically sort of an anti-hero good guy. Like he comes on the side of the good guys you know, for the back half of the movie. And uh, you—that's what people want, I think, because they really liked that character so much. Um, it just serviced the fans' expectations so much. I remember when Green Goblin, uh, Willem Dafoe, who's sixty-six years old, and the only—this is something I found out recently—he's sixty-six years old. The only way he would agree to do this Spider-Man movie is if mm. they would allow him to do all of his own stunts and all of his own fight scenes. Dude. Willem Dafoe is a freaking boss. Do you remember when movies would come out like 10, 20 years ago and after the third one, it was just done? Yeah. You told me something where you, and they did another brand new thing. Apparently this is just, you said this is apparently just the origin story. Yeah. 
That's new. <clears throat> it's so, new. They took three movies n- plus Spider-Man's been in other movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now I'm universe. excited for the next three. It is it is their own take of an origin story for Spider-Man, like, which this is so cool. So pi- cool. Pirates of the Caribbean 4, really? What are you going to do? No, they set up a new thing. That's what the that's I think that's what you get when you when you start with a character that's 14 years old. <laughs> when you started, you know, like you've got plenty of room. Some of these characters, their arcs are done on literally just human limitations alone. Think mm. about it. If you get one really big movie out every two or three years, by the end of the third movie, or what happened with Marvel, by the end of the of the whole Endgame, Infinity War thing, you've been doing movies for like 11 plus years or something like that. Mm. No wonder Tony Stark was done. Yeah. Because, because... Uh, RDJ, who did a fantastic job as Iron Man, in my opinion, he was he is Iron Man. Um, they'll probably never. I'll be dead before we see another guy play like Tony Stark Iron Man. You know, it's just not going to happen. I don't think. Give it, give it three years. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> you saying I'm going to die in three years? No. What are you, the harbinger of death? You're not going to die in three years. <laughs> They're going to have a new Iron Man. Give it three years, Cliff. You'll be gone. <laughs> That's we'll be, not what we'll I said. We'll be done with you by then. I said three years, <laughs> you'll be alive, and they will reboot Iron Man. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Um, uh, But, uh, dude, I just think it's fantastic, because if you remember, like, 10 or 20 years ago, you would have, at the end of the third one, they'd have some cheap, like, yeah. oh, it's not over. Here's the villain, the new villain that's coming. But this is like, <coughs> no, apparently, Spider-Man gets an apartment. Nobody remembers yeah. him. He's by himself. And now it's like, okay, now the real Spider-Man story and f- can begin. And f- and they reclaim all the things that needed to reclaim. They reclaim the with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. uh, arc. <laughs> he got it through Aunt May, who dies in the movie. Heard about that. If you didn't know that, sorry, but not sorry. Apparently, not sorry. Apparently it's really epic. <laughs> I haven't seen it. She dies, but she tells him with great power comes great responsibility. It's like... That's what we've been wanting to hear as fans, and everybody knows that. We want to, if you want to be on board with Spider Man, he has to hear that. That's his arc. That's his motivation. You can repackage it in a bunch of different ways, but he needs to hear those words. You know, uh, also, um, the redemption arcs I loved. I love the redemption arcs for Andrew Garfield. Mm. There's a moment where he saves Mary Jane, and if you, I watched that in the theater, and not Mary Jane, her name's Michelle Jones. He saves uh, Zendaya's character. MJ, and when he she's falling, and you know Andrew Garfield's reliving all this pain, and they they make it where he can he saves her. And I looked over at my wife; she's tearing up, crying. I'm like, this is emotional because you know that Andrew Garfield is literally that Spider Man is reliving the moment where he couldn't save Gwen. Amazing Spider Man too. I remember she falls, neck snaps, he balls his eyes out. It yeah. cuts straight to the funeral scene, dude. And it's like it was so harsh. And so they hard. redeemed that apparently, and, and he and they went with him being the one that over time he was he was alone he was alone he was alone and over time he stopped pulling his punches he he started hitting the criminals harder hurting people really bad because he was bitter because of what happened because he mm. lost Gwen and they went with with Toby's arc being that that he, he him and Mary Jane made it work. It was difficult, but they made it work, and it's 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 complicated. I think is his words. They satisfied after that failure that was Spider Man Three. Yeah. They somehow fixed that. Yeah. They fixed the Amazing Spider Man Two that got canceled, and like that's ne- that's yeah, so- new. Last Jedi fans, that's new. 
They made That's fun of, and they made fun of the stuff people didn't like in Amazing Spider-Man Two. They made fun of Rhino, the Rhino character. He even said he's like I, because they were talking about all the supervillains they fought. Yeah. And and uh, Tom Holland talks about fighting a purple alien on a different planet, and they're like, "Whoa, you went in outer space!" And like uh, Andrew Garfield's like, "I'm just a wuss, man. I fought like a a rhino in a robot suit <laughs> or a dude in a robot rhino suit." That's you know, so it, and so they made fun of that moment. Um, what they did, however, set up was was some interesting arcs. Uh, these are Easter eggs. So Easter eggs for the movie. Um, Tom Hardy's Venom was in fact in the movie. There's a post credit scene where Tom Hardy's Venom. You called that. Yeah, I did. I said, dude, you this because I watched Venom 2 and we saw the post credit scene where he flashes into their reality. He's sitting in the bar and they're, him and Venom are both drunk. And they're, he's asking the bartender about their world they're in. And by the time they get done with the explanation... The spell's over, and he gets sent back to his world. He's like, I just got here, and whatever, he's he's gone. But a little piece of venom, a little bit of symbiote is still on the counter and kind of worms out or whatever. So they leaves room for villains yeah. or conflict, I'll say. I don't know if it's villain or not. That that leaves room for conflict. Um, that, so there's, there's potential conflict. The other place that's an Easter egg in the movie is a couple of things, and I don't know if you've noticed this or not, maybe not, but in... in in the new Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, uh, what's his name? Young? Green Goblin? Hobgoblin? No. Guy? Hawaiian guy? Uh, the... You can't say Hawaiian, that's racist. <laughs> it's Polynesian. It's Polynesian. The, the dude, Young, it's not Young Garbaggio, no but, but Galvanzo. I haven't he, seen the he's, second he's one. The, uh, the he's, one. He's this rapper or artist, R&B artist. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm gonna it's gonna drive me nuts. Um, essentially, he's in Spider Man. He's in Spider Man uh, Homecoming. Okay. He plays a criminal who's wanting to buy some guns from the Vulture and their crew. And by the time we get to the end of this, I'm gonna remember his name. Um. Anyways, oh he, the actor who played uh the younger dude who played Lando in Solo. But Not you, the actor. Do you remember him? I just, anytime someone mentions Solo, I just... Bleh. For the record, we're going to call him... I'm horrible with names. For the record, we're going to call him Young Galbanzo. Yes. That's not his name. Young Galbanzo. The guy Galbanzo. who wrote that, This is America. Yeah, This is America. So Young Stefani, or Young Galbanzo, uh, he... <laughs> That's so wrong. That's not even Oh, Childish close. Gambino. Yes, hey! Childish Gambino. Uh, anyways, so Childish Gambino or or Young Galbanzo, uh, he plays a criminal who, in the comics and stuff, is is by name when they when they find out his name, he plays a criminal who becomes the Prowler, and the Prowler is is a villain for Miles Morales, the African American Spider Man, and in uh in the movie Spider Man Three, this is a nod to that in Spider Man Three, uh. I think it's Jamie Foxx who's talking to to one of the as Electro. He's talking to all the guys. He's like, "So all the Spider Man's white?" He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "He says, don't worry. He says, I bet somewhere there's a somewhere there's got to be a black Spider Man." And it was just this nod to Miles Morales, right? Yeah. So they have Young Galbanzo or Childish Gambino, young um, who is the is the uncle to Miles Morales. He's in Spider Man Two. They mention a black Spider-Man in Spider-Man 3, 
there's so they're the, setting the venom symbiote. They're setting up Dude. the possibilities for more conflict and and a, and a you know a richer Spider-Man universe. I loved Into the Spider Verse. Dude, that was a great. That was movie. a great film. It was a great. So we're not movie, racist. Dude. dude, Enter the Spider Verse, fantastic. Enter the Spider Verse, fantastic. Well, and I if you thought we were racist by us saying Black Spider-Man, me literally just quoting Jamie Fox or whoever's character it was, or by not getting Childish Gambino's name right. In my opinion, you're just an idiot. I'm sorry. I don't care what I color you are. If they, you thought, I, if you think I'm a racist because I get somebody's name wrong, I think you're they an think idiot. You're, we're a racist because we are excited about three white Spider Men, and we don't know we're racist. But us getting excited about it makes us internally racist. That's I, oh, left logic. Then, then let's fix it. I'm excited about the three white Spider Men because I'm excited about their their arcs being over. The two. I, I'm excited about. Here, here's the thing. I feel like they closed. They closed Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man character. They closed Andrew Gar. They offered closure to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man character, and fans of the Amazing Spider-Man series never got that. Amazing Spider-Man it's- Two ended in a big cliffhanger. They're gonna set up the Sinister Six. Finally, they offered closure to those fans. Said, "Hey, you can you can sign off and say goodbye to a, a, a favorite character of yours." You can say goodbye to him in a good way. That is new, Last Jedi fans. Yeah, Last that's a new Jedi. thing. It's you, totally you new. You know thing. what's new about? There's not what's new about the Last Jedi. No the, one can ever say suck what's factor. new. You killed your. <laughs> we killed. I killed my film two villain. Hear me. Hear me out. My, this is new about the Last Jedi. I never knew. Uh, I never knew a Star prequel Wars trilogies movie. included. I never knew a Star Wars film could suck that bad. I had no idea. If you enjoy The Last Jedi, if no, I'm sorry. If you defend The Last Jedi, yeah, if you, you can enjoy whatever you want. Some if, people enjoy getting you, hit in the face. If you defend The Last Jedi as a great film, you probably suck as an artist. I don't, dis- I don't disagree. <laughs> you can't. You don't know what's good. You don't recognize problems. If you like a film where they focus on all the things you're not interested in and they don't tell... And they do a horrible job of telling a mildly interesting story. The comedy from the universe flips characters that were bad guys completely flip into comedy characters. And you think that's good filmmaking. I will never hire you for my next movie. Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, the trashing of The Last Jedi with <laughs> Joel Jackson. The amazing Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Spider-Man 3, whatever it's called, did brand new things. That's new. That's new. We've never seen that. You don't even know, Joel, because you didn't watch it. Because you voted for Donald Trump. You just watched the spoilers. You voted for Donald Trump. You're a racist. Your opinion doesn't matter. I'm going to go murder kids. (laughs) You voted for Trump? So, so yeah, if you're a fan of a good movie. Go watch a movie I haven't seen. Go see Spider-Man 3. (laughs) You know a movie's good when somebody who's only looked up information about it can tell you it's probably worth watching dude that's that's how you know a film has been hyped because i looked at avengers right before we all saw it yeah and you know this film is fantastic because i am a huge fan of talking about marvel movies and not necessarily seeing them well and here's what i will say (laughs) kudos to uh everybody sony marvel kudos to you guys for one thing not only making a really great film a really great end to to a uh, trilogy 
really this whole thing has been his origin story, which mm. is so cool because you kind of see him dabble. By the end of this movie, you also see him dabble in the photography a little bit. He's taking pictures of himself as Spider-Man, mm. gets his own apartment. So you're about to see the Peter Parker character that we've known and loved. Yes. And the conflict is, the big conflict for the next three movies, spoiler alert again, is that nobody knows who he is. The way the spell had to work to reverse all the problems he created with Doctor Strange is that he had to make it where people didn't forget that he was Spider-Man. They forgot who Peter Parker was. So now the, there's major conflict. His friends that he's loved this whole time, Ned and Zendaya, uh, Michelle Jones, they don't know who he is. And there's this moment where he goes up to try and introduce himself to them, but it's so awkward he can't do it. So you've got conflict you know why he Im- can't do it? immediately. Because he's a white male and they're not white and he's racist and he doesn't know how to do well, it. Yeah. In what world can a, anymore nowadays can a white guy go up to a, a couple of multi, multi-racial individuals and say, hey, you don't know what's really going on, but you told me in a past life to tell you what's really going on and I've been your friend this whole time and also I'm a superhero and also I've saved your life over and over and over. Everyone's, everyone's racist and everyone should care about social justice and also murder kids. Murder kids all day long. This is South Park with Joel Jackson. <laughs> this is leftist logic by Joel Jackson. Oh, I'm a good moral stand-up person. Also, murder kids. Oh my gosh. If you're a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, check out Spider-Man 3. They honor the characters the way they should. A lot of cool stuff in there. It's fun for the whole family. Uh, and keep being awesome, because that's how I made you.